I'm sure is not easy either, having to deal with this emotional being that blows things out of proportion, mm-hmm. which I completely do. Yeah. And I'll own that. I totally do. I I just go to straight panic mode sometimes, and you have to just talk me out of it. Yep. That's okay. But you're good at that. Yep. You're good at talking me off the ledge. Yeah, it gets a little heated because I know you're passionate, but... No, I, I am because part... at, the, at the time, I'm literally just... I'm literally like, no, this is how I'm feeling. No, I'm right. <laughs> I'm feeling this way and I'm right. But you know what? You aren't your feelings. That's right. And that's that's what I got to remember. But, it, it, you know, when you're in the thick of it and you're emotional and you're frustrated and you're feeling all these feelings, yep. it's hard to... Um, it's hard to in conversation with those. Yeah. And in conversation with anybody, whether it's your spouse or anybody at work or anywhere, those who have the real power are the ones who can hear what somebody's saying and not pay attention to the emotion they're saying it in. Welcome to the dream big play bigger podcast, where we show how we created a powerful and successful marriage after military service. Now your hosts, AJ and Jessica Richards. What's up, guys? Episode 10. We made it. We started from the bottom, and now we're at 10. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Milestone. Milestone. I just feel like... um, when we started, we weren't sure. I mean, we knew we wanted to do it. Yeah. But we didn't know what it would look like. We didn't know how long it would last. And we just started, obviously. Yeah. Ten episodes is nothing. <laughs> it's not. So to feel like it's we also, hit this milestone, yeah. that we got, wow, we hit the big one zero. <laughs> oh Yeah, and we have people, I've seen people who have hundreds and like, oh my gosh, that's a lot of podcasts. Yeah. So, and I know, I'm sure they all felt the same way. Yeah. When they yeah. started, it was... We just got to keep showing up. Yep. Yeah, and interviewing people so we don't run out of things to talk about (laughs) (laughs) which i think would be awesome to be able to have other couples on here because every couple's different and every couple has different struggles so it'd be cool to see how they overcame them or what their relationship dynamic is and we've talked to a few people that have said that they would be um we would like to be on here we just need a better setup we need to be able to have more than two people yeah Looking forward to interviewing, and we have talked to a few people that are interested, and some of them, a lot of people will actually know, which is cool to have relationships like that, because I know sort of the more influential you are, the higher in the spotlight you are, mm-hmm. people want to know how they make it work. Yeah. And you, they, you know, they can add a lot of value. So when we interview these guys in the future, um, I think people get a lot of value hearing from them, specifically talk about their relationship. Well, yeah, and, it's, and especially if they're in the limelight, mm-hmm. per se, um, sometimes the perception is that they have it all together and that they're perfect. Yeah. So to be able to or her story. Or you think that it's all for show. Because mm-hmm. when you look at Hollywood, yeah. people think that's all fake or they've got it, everything works, yeah, right? Yeah, that's true. So, um, yeah, that's definitely definitely different aspects of that and then um the other people we want to interview are just people with different experience different life right they might not be in the spotlight but they might be doing a job as a police officer and there's dynamics there they might you know be 
their husband might be a firefighter or a wildland firefighter or somebody that just travels a lot um, or other veteran couples that have made it through. And yeah, I would love to talk to other veteran couples. Yeah. Um, and other veteran couples that, like, what I would love to talk to is, um, uh, what would you call, elite um, special forces yes, couples. Special forces, just because like we have our story, but our story is different. You know, you were National yeah. Guard; it wasn't full time, except for when you were deployed. So our d- dynamic was definitely different than somebody who is in it full time, or their husband's gone a lot, and they right. don't know where their husband is at. I mean, that's that's. Well, a, we we have friends that we could definitely put in that category but yeah. i don't think he they're in a position yet because he's still very active yeah yeah they, yeah they can share publicly about that and um but yeah totally yeah and they and that's what's cool is you see a couple that you know like the people i'm thinking of they have a really strong faith in god and they they hold on to that together mm-hmm. and that seems to have helped them yeah, with how many deployments he's constantly on oh, yeah and, i don't so. know if you could make it out without having faith in no, um, some kind of well, and that'll, that's what's interesting, right? As we go through the process of interviewing people, if we find that there's something that is common, because all what this whole thing is about is trying to share what our experiences are, so people can we can turn around that fifty percent of all married couples in a divorce. Yeah. I mean, we're just a small group, but we see other groups out there working to do the same thing, and. If I think if people understood what a healthy relationship looked like before and during, then we might be able to make an impact on that. Usually people get married. In most cases, people get married because they both actually believe it's all going to be great and it's going to work out. Otherwise, right. they wouldn't make that commitment. Right. And then certain things happen in the relationship. Well, if more people knew how to handle different scenarios in their relationship, mm-hmm. then wouldn't it make sense that possibly less people get divorced. Yeah, it's right. over, it's overcoming those yeah. obstacles. And and those obstacles can be really hard. Yeah. I was just, we have a new, a new member that's joining my 12-week transformation program. And I asked her, um, what would be the one thing that would keep you from succeeding? And she said, you know, honestly, it would be my husband. And that's heartbreaking because her story is that she has a husband that she's been taking care of. He's sick and he's been she's been taking care of him for years. He can't work because he's sick and she's working full time, going to school and um, just doing it all. Four kids, all homeschooled. He obviously takes care of the kids, but there's just a lot going on. Mm -hmm. And uh, the reason that she that she thinks that he's in her way is because she thinks he's afraid she'll leave him. But here's the truth. She doesn't know if that's really what's going on. And if it is, he doesn't know that he doesn't have to worry about that because in either scenario, it's just the lack of conversation or communication that's having them both make these assumptions of one another. And then that creates, as we've found out, because neither people are talking about it, there ends up being this friction because you're walking around thinking, I'm feeling this way. I'm walking around thinking you're feeling this way. Yeah. 
and none of that's even happening. Right. That's all in our heads. Just like our last podcast. Yeah. You know, we, it was yeah. such a lack of communication. Exactly. You thought I was feeling a certain way yep. when, in fact, I wasn't. And I thought you were feeling a certain way and we yep. were all fine and life was fine and um, not perfect by any means. Right. But I thought we were surviving, you know, fine. And, and it was completely opposite. Yeah. So, but if we had had communication, and I don't even know that we were even ready for it at that time. I no, want to say wouldn't. that, hey, if we, we had communication, everything would have been fine. But no, we're definitely in that space now. But um, right. it's just... Yeah. Well, from my perspective back then, it would have been like, how is this supposed to help me get laid more? <laughs> right. And you were looking at sex as how is that supposed to help me get more stuff done around the house? So in either way, we weren't in a position to really listen. No, no. We were both, but, I think, just in selfish mode. Yeah. You know, if well, if I'm not getting this, I'm not doing that for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, totally. and then it, it really I know I was for sure, because I, I remember changing or trying at least after the last, um, you know, our last, com- yeah. the last episode after the whole conversation we had about divorce and um, feeling, you know, it was, it's crazy because I was putting so much out and I was, you know, really trying to feel that need for you because of the whole divorce scare and I was really like okay I'm gonna try because I don't you know I really didn't want a divorce and I really wanted to give you what you wanted but in the same time because we were being so intimate and I felt like I was putting myself out there I wasn't getting what I needed in return and it was destroying me yeah well and I I I felt so needy and like I but how it was it was a rough time for me yeah. So then I and then I completely just shut down, I think, because I just went back to what I was used to because um, I wasn't getting what I needed. So then I don't I could say it was selfish for sure. But at the same time, I'm just like, I, I don't know how to function by giving my all because I felt like at that time I was mm-hmm. just because I didn't want it to end in divorce. But I wasn't getting what I needed in return. And it was just so draining. Yeah. Well, and I think. I think what you didn't realize is I didn't want <clears throat> I didn't want what you were giving not because I didn't want that but because I knew it wasn't you mm. it wasn't authentic but but then that I puts just, me in a position is what was I supposed to do well it wasn't real and you know it wasn't real so the energy you were putting into it had a I just didn't feel that was coming from a genuine place so I was kind of like okay how long is this going to last because this is really weird but you were and setting some, me up for failure can you see that yeah but also in some areas you would do you would just it wasn't normal and it felt weird like I knew I knew you were trying and I'm oh. like this is probably really strange for her and it was it sounds like we're talking about really anything crazy it wasn't it's just normal sex yeah but that's how that's how strained our marriage was around sex. That even normal sex, regular, like frequency, was weird for me because we had gone such a st- strange marriage for so long. I didn't know how to accept it, really. Yeah. Because if I would have known you were doing that, like I know you now, right. if that was what you were uh, putting out there for that purpose, I would have eaten up wholeheartedly, like I am now, and done everything I possibly could to try to do the other side that you needed. Yeah, and I think the whole time you were just waiting for the other shoe to drop, so you were just 
yeah, I not was, truly accepting it either. No, I wasn't. I I was. Uh, it was just a, it was, for both of us. Yeah, it, was it was a really weird, weird sick, sick time. Yeah. So anyway, that wasn't what we intended nope. to talk about on this podcast. <laughs> but um, with this girl that's starting up here with this lady, I'm really excited because where we are with our relationship, where we are with our gym, where I am with my ability to help people. Mm-hmm. And with everything that she's going through, I'm excited to be able to help her because even what she's struggling with with her husband, I have complete confidence that I can support her in that area if she asked me to. So it was really neat to be a part of something again or in in my life where I'm like, okay, cool. I see value. I I see purpose for me in my life. I'm going to help this woman change her life. Yeah. And it's going to be awesome. So anyway... um, I don't really know how we went down that tangent, but um, one of the things we, I mean, we've been talking for 11 minutes. Already, I know. So we maybe this is our podcast. About, we were just talking about um, struggles and yeah. different peoples, and she was an example. Oh, yeah. There's just so many. The people so we're going to be interviewing in the future and, and excited to share different experiences. So, um, but we're, we're looking for people that are in a really good place, that they made it through because we want to know how they did it. That's, that's, a, that's what we're looking to share. Yeah. So, you know, we can all relate to somebody different and um, we'll be able to add value that way. So, well, the whole reason for this podcast is just to help hopefully at least one person yeah. to stay together, stay committed, yeah. stay married, you know? Yeah. And it's not, it's not easy. No. Nope. But we also wanted to talk and share a little bit about some of our experiences of the last few weeks, um, specifically talking a little bit about hormones and and having patience in a relationship and understanding when somebody's working on their selves and their hormones and mm-hmm. balancing. So and just chemical, just the whole chemical mental, imbalances. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot that goes into it. Cause I don't want to just blame it on hormones. And, and I'm worried that some people might take this wrong, that um, we're blaming Hormones, or you're just being a hormonal woman. I'm not. We're not talking about that. Literally, like hormone imbalances, which can affect a lot of different things. Yeah, and you do. The person that's struggling with the hormone balance, I would say that they're going to have to have a lot of faith and a lot of trust in their partner to help them get through certain times. Because so we always play on the court. So what we're dealing with here is Jessica, as we've shared, has been seeing somebody for hormone balancing with testosterone. Mm -hmm. And she's also been on a pharmaceutical called Paxil that basically gives her serotonin Mm because her body doesn't produce serotonin. So serotonin is your feel-good hormone. Helps keep you balanced that way. Well, I don't know necessarily if they don't produce it, but it's for anxiety and depression. And I don't deal with depression, but I do anxiety. And because I've also had like insomnia problems for many, many years since our last baby, um, and lots of, lots of doctors and visits and trying to figure it out. I ultimately ended up on Paxil. Yeah. Which is not a big deal. We know a lot of people that are on it, but we're trying to find a way she would like to not be dependent on anything that's not natural. So that's our pursuit. Plus, we've also discovered that Paxil really messes with the woman's libido. Yep. And that when that's a big problem in a marriage, (laughs) that's a big problem (laughs) in a marriage. It just adds more fuel to the the problematic fire. So uh, we noticed that three weeks ago, four weeks ago, she cut her Paxil, um, and all of a sudden her sex drive went way up. 
Yeah. And that lasted for like a week, but then the negatives started showing up. Yeah. So it was a week of like, holy cow, this woman is blowing up my phone looking yep. for booty calls every yep. five minutes. So I was like, dang, this is awesome. And uh, she said, yeah, I cut my Paxil. And, and uh, so Not that's crazy. Not completely. No, no, I no. cut it in half. Yeah. But so she's like, cut my Paxil. It's making a big difference. And then we kind of forgot about it. Yeah. And then I have noticed there's been some really um, sort of weird or negative energy between the two of us for the last three weeks where where we, we were in this place where like nothing could possibly have us fight with each other. Yeah. It, they, all of the external things in our marriage that didn't actually have anything to do with Jessica or I personally or physically like if it was finances or if it was business or if it was our kids all of that could happen and it can have a really shitty day but it stayed with that Mm -hmm. and it wouldn't affect the two of us that's where we were well when she reduced her Paxil because she's not having that serotonin support Mm -hmm. those things started affecting her oh yeah and all of a sudden we're ended up in some arguments again and I'm just like what is going on so through conversation that might sound like arguing (laughs) yeah we have kind of realized that it's the it's the paxil being reduced and the anxiety's coming back but here's the thing i was saying about being trusting the last conversation we had i was trying to explain to her that nothing has changed everything is still going well and going the way it has been going for the last month and a half we're working our butts off things are going in the right direction because we're working so we're actually in a better position now than before and yet she's having worse reactions Mm -hmm. so i was trying to explain to her babe if you recognize that it's the thoughts right now and not actually reality, could that possibly help you get control? And it did a little bit. Mm-hmm. Actually, she kind of broke down and she was like, oh, so it is me. Yeah, I, I, it made, it took a while. Yeah. and But so, it made sense eventually. Like I'm. So the trust is this. Yeah. If I'm telling her, because, you know, we're both very stubborn people yep. and passionate. So when yep. we're arguing about something, we both want to be right. Yeah. And that's just, that's what I was just going to say real quick is yeah. our disagreements may always be arguments because I think that's kind of who we are because we're both passionate and stubborn. Like for the most part, I'm pretty easygoing. But if there's something that I really, really, really like, no, this is my opinion and you're not going to change it. That's where. But even. Even a month and a half ago, they never turned into arguments. They were calm discussions. That's what you're having a hard time yeah, seeing right. now, yeah, right? You're right. For months, we've been able to have conversation. So nothing has changed. Every life is going on <clears throat> the way way life has been going on. But that's why we're sharing this is because we want you guys all to be aware of the impact that hormones can have. Because what got us to where we were in the first place, where it got so bad was not understanding hormones and communication. Like, there, there's a, just a lot to it. Conversation, hormones, communication, because Layla was already born. We weren't having sex. All these things weren't working. All of that was wasn't hormone. Sleeping. Wasn't sleeping yeah. ever. So that was, I mean, Jessica would spend more time worried about sleeping the next night than actually living her day. Because that she was never was sleeping. Because going days yeah. and days without sleeping, and that yeah. just starts wearing on you. So, hormones are so significant, and this Paxil as she's coming down. So where the trust is, is for her to be able to accept me when I say, sweetheart, everything's fine. The only constant here is me. I haven't changed. 
and for her to trust me that I'm not trying to just win an argument, <laughs> that I'm actually trying to help her see that it's her mind's control because of the lack of balance. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And so um, I think the value in that is if you're aware that that's happening, then you can have the conversation about it. It's still going to be hard because yeah, emotionally still you're still going to yeah. feel it. Yeah, I'm feeling it. Right. And I'm feeling like, no, I'm right. This is, <laughs> I'm right because this is what happened and this is what I'm thinking and this is how I'm feeling. And I'm, but then also when he's saying, no, it's, it's your hormones. I, I'm also like, well, you're just blaming it yeah. on that because this is how I'm feeling. And that's where the trust has to be. Yeah. Come. Yeah. So like he eventually was able to talk me down. Because he's like, I mean, AJ's always been able to tug me off the ledge anyway, but I I get it. I, it's definitely an imbalance right now for me. And when I realized that, I just broke down because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm the problem right now. I'm the problem in the relationship. Yeah, and I... Just- she's not the problem it's just life right and right. so that that part but, that sucks i don't want my wife thinking she's the she's right. a problem and, that, she's and not. That, that was just me taking that on right. myself feeling right. like oh my gosh right now in this argument i am the problem <laughs> it was me having a breakdown and not being able to control my emotions and that's the hardest part right now for me is that i, I can't always control them like right the negative thoughts because I went from a certain dose and the serotonin, it's pretty much like a false happiness. Yeah. So that's why I wasn't having all of the negative talk that I usually have. Right. And then to reduce that some, it's almost like a double edged sword because reducing it has helped my libido and helped us connect that way, connect that way, which is huge and something that's really important to both of us. But then the negative side is, um, I have a lot harder time controlling the emotions and what is real and what isn't. Maybe you should just microdose ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's healthy too. <sighs> that's yeah, also a false sense kidding. of security or kidding, happiness or whatever. But yeah, it's it's hard, guys. And like, I know people don't like talking about being on meds or especially antidepressants and anxiety stuff because there's a stigma for that. And it sucks that I'm on it and it sucks that I ended up being put on it but for now it's a band-aid and it's working for sleeping but it also causes um imbalances for sure like especially when you're trying to come off these things um so me trusting aj and just letting i I don't know what am i trying to say here you're just you just like she right now she's still in that state yeah and so she's trying to explain from a perspective of while she's in currently feeling the way she's feeling, she's also recognizing that I might be right. Yeah. And that's that's hard for Shut her to up. do, but that's okay <laughs> because that's how it is. Now, really, we're not done trying, obviously. There's only thing there is to do to work. So we were saying, okay, now that we know this, what questions do we have for the doctor? Because at one point she off she had her experiment with cortisol and that messed her up big time Mm -hmm. so now but she was on Paxil so now the you know there's just different questions like I mean I could give you a million different scenarios because there's a million different drugs somebody could be on and what it comes down to is the two of you being willing to communicate and then keep working at it and finding a really good naturopathic doctor or somebody that's going to be able to help you in the hormone space because as we've discovered this steroids did to balance her testosterone not steroids the whatever you have for your testosterone the it's pellets. the pe- the pellet mm-hmm. the pellet balanced her 
so much better than any pill that any regular doctor has given her. But it didn't help sleeping yet. That's it didn't. the hard part. But it no. gave me energy. It makes me feel so much better. And that's the other hard part is I think I'm coming... I am coming off the testosterone. Yeah, it's at the it's, tail end of yeah, the dose. Yeah, where I need given. to get a new dose. So I think I'm getting double whammied between the testosterone and the Paxil. So it's yeah. just the biggest, I think the biggest struggle I'm having is um, the the negativity. Like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was doing fine and I was able to control those thoughts. Yep. That's the hardest part is controlling the thoughts. Yep. And, um... Well, it's easy for you or easier yeah. for you to control your thoughts. Well, at this point right now, um, controlling my thoughts is so hard. Right. So hard. So it's also important to share that my side of helping her is also not bringing unnecessary stress to yes, her. Yes. So yes. I'm, you know, we joke, I'm an idea fairy mm-hmm. or I have an idea. I have an idea fairy sitting on my shoulder that is constantly <laughs> throwing out new ideas, yeah. new ideas. And I love to share them. Because, of course, I think they're all the greatest ideas in the world. Yeah, of course. And there's nobody I'd rather share them with in this world than my wife. And there's nothing wrong with that except for now that I recognize that that's adding stress to her, I can be respectful and say, why? I don't need to do that. I'll call a, a, my brother or a friend or somebody and share those with him because honestly the idea fairy just gives you cool ideas that never go anywhere yeah. so why need to stress somebody out yeah. out over them until you find something that really does make a difference but understanding that i can now be responsible my end to help her go through this and not add to it so well, and that's what ca- and that's and we didn't say that's what caused the argument with yeah. you sharing an idea and me right. just going straight into panic mode right because yep. i'm thinking oh here we go again you know we have these goals that we're trying to accomplish right now and you and your ADD-ness <laughs> um, like to take on other things or like to look at other things whatever and I'm like we can't handle that right now yeah. you know, so then I just I go into full panic mode so and my I was in- frustrated and stressed thinking that he's getting pulled away already and all, and- the, all I was trying to do in this particular situation was share actually share something cool I learned but that's not how it gets perceived right that's because she's used to me with coming at her with all these different things so okay great totally get it uh now we both have some parameters to be able to balance in while we go through this and figure out what's going on and and it really is up to you guys to kind of be aware of and maybe even take notes of the different things you've tried be a scientist try something write it down Make some notes about if it worked, didn't work, because then you'll never repeat it. You'll never not know. Jessica's pretty good at remembering everything she's already been through. But if, let's say, you get your next pellet mm-hmm. and things balance, well, then we know, oh, well, that's what it was for sure, mm-hmm. is you were coming off of it. You start coming off it about three weeks prior. This is what happens. If we know that, then we We'd have a balance prepared. to our life. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And Which makes sense. Because it's never about trying to make natural feelings go away, right? It's about knowing each other and being able to show up for each other and a lot of times when those natural feelings show up if you don't have that trust and that love for each other then it's going to feel personal and it doesn't have to be right and thankfully um you've been patient because i'm sure it can be a handful (laughs) well i feel like i owe you a little bit (laughs) no it's i just you know we just i've made a commitment and I tell people, I say, you know what, there's a little bit more of kind of the the last episode, but when you've lost your integrity 
and you get clear that you lost your integrity. Like there's no, you know that that's what happened and you don't brush it off as just something. And then you go through the process of what it takes to earn your integrity back with somebody, especially somebody as close as your spouse that you're not ever supposed to do that to anyway. Then I just believe that I've developed a more, a more in-depth closeness because now it's really is now it's choice. Yeah. I've now chosen to be with you and there's no because behind it. Right. That makes sense. And because you chose to forgive me, then my integrity is now restored. And so why, where else would I be then supporting you going through that? Well, and this is exactly what we're talking about is the struggles. There's ups and downs and you know what, in the end it comes down to showing up for each other. I showed up for you when we were going through the struggles, when you were going through the struggles and I, you know, I still, we still worked it out and you're showing up for me right now, which you're having to deal with this emotional being that blows things out of proportion, Mm -hmm. which I completely do. Yeah. And I'll own that. I totally do. I, I just go to straight panic mode sometimes and you have to just talk me out of it. Yep. That's okay. But you're good at that. Yep. You're good at talking me off the ledge. Yeah, it gets a little heated because I know you're passionate, but... No, I, I, I am because part... at the at the time, I'm literally just... I'm literally like, no, this is how I'm feeling. No, I'm right. <laughs> I'm feeling this way and I'm right. But you know what? You aren't your feelings. That's right. And that's that's what I got to remember. But, it, it, you know, when you're in the thick of it and you're emotional and you're frustrated and you're feeling all these feelings, yep. it's hard to... Um, it's hard to in conversation with those. Yeah. And in conversation with anybody, whether it's your spouse or anybody at work or anywhere, those who have the real power are the ones who can hear what somebody's saying and not pay attention to the emotion they're saying it in. It's somebody who's mad or overexcited or whatever. If you really hear the message being delivered, then you have the power. So somebody could be screaming into your face. And if you actually connect with what they're trying to share, you know, in between all the expletives and all that stuff, if they are there, you'll actually find that, oh, well, this is a simple conversation. Um, and then you can get through it. I'll, I'll share one more story is in, in regards to that is we had a lady come into our gym one time who was late to class because Google Maps sent her to the wrong area. And she came into the gym screaming at me, literally, I'm coaching a class. I don't know who this woman is and comes to me in front of the class yelling at me because she's late and that didn't make any sense whatsoever (laughs) and the old me would have wanted to just tear into her like who the hell do you think you are coming into my you know because i didn't have no clue this is her first day and i and i was almost ready to tear into her and i remembered something i had just learned about communication about listening to the person and not their emotions and i said listen i'm sorry that you're late but if you'll step outside and cool down i promise you If you cool down and come inside, by the end of class, you'll like me. (laughs) (laughs) I have never said that to anybody before, but I decided to put into practice what I had learned, and I did. Lo and behold, and so I figured, here's what's going to happen. This lady's either going to scream at me some more, or she's going to be like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard, and get in her car and drive away. Never did I think that she would actually calm down and join class. And that's exactly what she did. And then she signed up to become a member, and she was a member there for about three or four months before she moved. And went from this situation where this lady it could have certainly got heated and screaming back and forth 
and nobody nobody would have been served and most importantly I wouldn't have had the opportunity to serve her which is what I'm committed to especially people who need it the most yeah so listen to what's being said not the emotions they're saying use that in your relationship if you're fighting if you walk away from that argument and you think okay what was said not what was not the the screaming and the yelling you might actually find that there's value that's actually how i was able to tell like oh okay don't be an asshole and throw new ideas on her yeah because i was willing to where where am i screwing screwing up in this situation it's not always all that one person right we each have cause so that's why okay yeah you're right i can be better at not throwing those things on you and i'll just go write them in my in my journal yeah yeah basically that's what i said i'm like my diary (laughs) i just can't in my state of being currently i can't handle extra so don't give me extra yeah so cool well let's wrap it up our dog our big fat boxers right outside the door snoring i'm sitting on the floor in the closet and my butt's falling asleep (laughs) and he has a swollen ankle because he sprained ankle rolled his ankle this weekend so we'll wrap it up i hope you guys enjoyed this one kind of was us just uh rambling rambling being real i guess and um anyway as always please give us a review on itunes helps and goes a long way if you think of anybody that could use the information we're sharing here please share it that's why we've committed to being so vulnerable and uh, we look forward to talking to you guys next week yeah